Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to tell you all about the places in Ontario that have seen the largest declines in real estate value since February. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, hope you are doing well. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we missed last week, sorry about that. It was, uh, it was a week. It's busy, summer's busy. There's stuff. There's stuff to do. Stuff happens. There's stuff happens. Yeah. We can't, you know, we've got graduations going and all kinds of things. So um, anyway, that's our lame excuse. But but uh, we're back. So how are you finding things, Leslie? How's, uh, how's the market treating you? What's going on? Well, I'm finding that it's summer. Yeah. In fact, I think it, you know, real estate market-wise, it was summer maybe about a month ago. Or March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am finding it... Um, I'm finding it like like typical maybe summer doldrums with the added um, popular sentiments of uncertainty and hesitation and nervousness. Mm-hmm. So I think it's what I'm feeling out there is more than just, you know, it's summer, I'm going to take a break and leave the city or think of other things. It's like, it's summer, that's true, but I'm also not sure what the heck is going on mm-hmm. and what I should do. Mm-hmm. And uh, having a lot of those kind of conversations. What about you? Same, yeah. I mean, I find it weird. Just really weird. The it's market's very weird. weird yeah. I, I don't even know really how to describe it. I can't put my finger on it. There's most of Most of the city has been so slow that I go see places with people who are looking but never buy and then they they just everybody wants to browse and then I put all of those places that we've seen on my favorites list on my system so that I can monitor whether or not they sell nothing selling Mm -hmm. however the only places I have bid on with clients have all been outrageously busy so I so it's like a, a city of two extremes. It's right like now. the city of two extremes, and there aren't many areas where that's happening. No, I mean for me so far, it's like the east end of the city. Nothing has changed. It's so busy. Like uh, ten offers on on one place last week, sixteen on on one the night before. Um, however, like statistically, the east end was the only region of the city that wasn't up in value, which is bizarre to me. So. I don't. I don't know. It's all just so weird. Just so weird. Yeah, and the other, um, the other thing I'm finding, I'm, I'm finding a few people have decided to put off their purchase and rent instead. Have you had any conversations like that? I have not. I have had those conversations lately, and so I've started to take people to see rentals, and. Uh, for the most part, those are going crazy. Yeah, and so that's, I don't know if there's more people than my the few people I've talked to that are feeling that way. I don't know, but yeah. doesn't that make sense? Then maybe now is not the time to rent. Yeah, you always want to buck the trend, right? Right. Yeah, I have people looking like at a very healthy price point, eight to ten thousand a month. Right. 
and it's gone in a day. They're gone. The few that come up are gone in a day. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah. Well, I had at least one last week, and it was gone immediately. Yeah. In a in a building, this woman had this not with me had this place for sale for like literally the last year, which I don't think was COVID related. It was overpriced and hadn't been staged. But anyway, couldn't get rid of it. Couldn't give it away. And then put it up for lease, and somebody leased it who hadn't even seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, all so right. So leasing is, is, is going. Yeah. And so in this time of uncertainty, there is there's that. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. I think, um, you know, economists are anticipating, as they have been the whole time, this will last all year. And that, you know, 2023 things will... You know, turn around probably in the early months. I kind of have a feeling it's going to be more like late fall of this year um, for no reason other than I feel like as I'm monitoring every day what's going on, you know, today, for example, there's not a lot of new listings. So that's a good thing because obviously, you know, we're not going to be saturated anymore with, with inventory. So that should, in theory, if you're a buyer. make things pick up a little bit mm-hmm. for sellers even. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 interesting time. Like in the East End, and this is just interesting because I like to point this out. But so, so far as of today, we've only got 25 updates in, the, in all of the East End that I monitor. We've had five price changes, right? So those have largely gone either up or down in price, depending on their original pricing strategy. We've got um, six places that sold conditional. We have six places that sold firm. So that's all good. So this has all happened over the weekend. And then we have um, 10 places that were terminated. So to me, that sounds a little bit like some balance. It, that does it's sound like, like a, a little, little bit, bit of balance. everything. Yeah. There's no, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. in my mind is not a terrible place to be. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not a terrible place to be. I think it's a matter of readjusting seller expectations. Right more than and buyer expectations to a certain degree because buyers certainly think right now they're going to get some smoke and deal like it would have sold for 1.2 million last year but now i can get it for 600,000 like i think people really think that <laughs> right like they just honestly believe that you know the people will take anything yes. so and that's just not happening right you know people are just hanging on so i think for sellers my advice would be for everybody put your place in the market and hang on just hang on don't Throw out the, it sold in six days before, and this was the price it was going to get. Now, you may have to go through a few offers before you get what you want, and you may, ha- you may have some offers falling apart, and you may be sitting with no showings for the next little while, and that's okay. Yeah, that's just hang normal, on. quote unquote. Yeah. Exactly. So I think for all of us, and I'm giving this reminder to myself in particular, um, you know, if it doesn't sell in a week like don't panic but we're not used to you know we're not used to this i mean 2008 i think was the last time we really experienced this kind of drama yes and um but i do i have to say i do remember feeling panic for maybe like five minutes and then Mm -hmm. it was over like Mm -hmm. really it didn't last very long we Mm -hmm. were back into the frenzy so Mm -hmm. within a year and i think we'll see the same thing here Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. um so normally i would um suggest that sellers now that we're like early july sometimes i would suggest that sellers wait until the fall yeah what would you do this year i think anything goes right now i think again if your strategy is to list and hold on then i don't think you have any harm 
and trying it right now. You know, and I have a, a couple of clients that I said, like, maybe we try now and see how it goes. And if you don't get anything, we'll try again in October. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not in a rush to do it, it doesn't hurt to kind of... Feel the, test the waters. Test the waters. there's no negative to trying. There's no negative to trying. There really isn't. I mean, It's hard just, on us. <laughs> it is hard on us, but you just have to, I think, accept that we don't have control as sellers. You've lost control, you know, and that's the first time sellers have been in that position for a really long time. Mm-hmm. You don't own that market anymore, mm-hmm. right? It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to you now. Mm-hmm. You have to share. Mm-hmm. So as long mm-hmm. as you're willing to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and that goes for all of us, mm-hmm. I think it just be patient and doesn't mean also that you have to start dropping the price. Yeah. You know, just hang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I've got this assignment sale I'm trying to sell right now and, and, uh, I've had one one person reach out about it in two months. Like it's just, but you know, and my my poor clients in a panic, and I'm like, just assignment sales are are really awful to sell at the best. Yeah, of I times. actually have never done one. Uh, they're terrible. Should, I don't the, know if yeah. people would know what that is even. Yeah, an assignment sale, of course, uh, just as a quick aside, is for when you buy something pre-construction. And before it is registered, you are trying to sell it. So essentially, you're selling a piece of paper because it doesn't exist yet. So even if the condo is built, you or the house, but a condo in this case, uh, if even if it's built and you can start occupying the unit, it's still not officially registered through the condo board association yet. And so you don't own anything so you're just selling sort of the rights to you know right. what you've purchased right so and it's complicated it's complicated i've never done it yeah um i don't recommend it no but uh you know do you think in this market that there's going to be more and more of that and more and more people walking away from their pre-construction purchases i don't know i mean i feel like people there's a real misconception out there with people who think they're going to buy pre-construction they're going to make all this money you know, they're going to sell it in five years. And, and if I don't want it anymore, I'll just sell it. And um, I'm telling you all right now, pre-construction is hard to sell. I'm not saying don't do it, but it's hard to sell because you can't sell it on assignment. Nobody wants to buy it on assignment. It's really hard. And if you do wait till it occupies and registers, everybody in the building is it's trying to sell at the same time. Yeah. And now you've got like, I'll use 20 and 30 shore breeze as an example in Etobicoke, two big towers that nothing was selling on assignment. Now that they're, you know, they've been around for like two years, they're still selling like crazy. Now they're, people are making money, like they're doing well there, but it's like in the first year, at any given time, there'd be like 50 units for sale. And so mm-hmm. it's really hard to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people, aren't a lot of people um, finding or gonna find out that they don't qualify anymore for the mortgage? That's the problem, that's, too. That's, I think, well, I yes. think that's why there's going to be some abandoned walking away. Yes, could be. I think you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. So what I think in, in any investment in any market is to kind of buck the trend. So yeah. for me, if I had money to spare, I might be looking at pre-construction. Yeah. These walk away people when I would never have before. I'm not a fan. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just, I think, you know, if you're going to buy pre-construction, you really have to do your research, understand what this means, understand the law mm-hmm. about even assigning a Even property, whether you can or not. Whether you can or not. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. there's a lot to think about. This is not a basic right. purchase. It's not easy. It's and just, I, uh, I was talking with someone yesterday who 
has a condo. It's an assignment sale. It's her. She owns it. It's listed with another agent, and they got an offer right away when they listed it in May, and it was twenty thousand short of what they wanted, and she didn't accept it. Ah, oh, damn! It's not going to sell. No, 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 it's no. And again, you know, you gotta, you yeah. gotta hang on. And she's going to get less like, because the problem I think with yeah. people who bought, we're off, off on a tangent, yeah, but the people <laughs> who bought pre-construction is they think they're. They can't afford to carry two mortgages, right. but they think, oh, I'm just going to sell it right. before. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now, uh oh, now we what had do a I long do? conversation about, and this is even going further off topic, is uh, about off. Don't you find often the first offer you receive almost is the best? always? Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. there's a lesson there. Anyway, um, yeah. how did we get up on that tangent? I don't know, but yeah, what's going on. We did have an exciting topic. I thought. Which yeah, was we kind haven't of even hit that yet. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Our topic today is where we anticipate, not us, but economists anticipate there being the largest corrections, so to speak, yeah. in Ontario. And so where we're going to see the largest or biggest declines in uh, property value and where maybe we'll see the smallest declines in property value. And I, I 100% think our listeners will be able to guess these. I guess not maybe the particular areas, yeah. but guess what... The phenomena that's going right. to be causing it. Right, like, yeah. It's so logical. Uh, let me just preface this by saying this came out from the Canadian Real Estate Association, which did a study with uh, Desjardins, economic studies, and so they put together this list, and so we're copying that and talking well, about it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so biggest declines. Number one is Bancroft, and I guess that's... The old cottage country, you know, people went crazy buying cottages, right? Is that... Yeah, I think what we're going to see in this conversation is a reaction to some return to normalcy after COVID. Yeah. A reaction to some of the, um, you know, housing trends and what we saw happen during COVID are now being... You know, we're seeing the ramifications of those now that we're coming out of it. So as we've talked about before, one, you know, part of the real estate market that just went crazy during COVID was recreational properties, cottage properties. And, um, you know, unprecedented and understandable and yet at the same time crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, to me, to hear about places like Bancroft make great sense. Me it's too. it's a it's a pullback of the elastic band. Yeah, like it's it, uh, you know it was um, unheard of and unusual what happened to the values in the last two years in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so they're really just kind of pumping the brakes and uh, going back maybe to where things were before the pandemic. Well, I mean, a lot of the talk is sort of, you know, back to 2020 right. prices. Like, let's forget the, that, let's forget the COVID ever return. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is, you know, I forgot to say this is obvi- obvious for people, but you might not be thinking about it. These are the places where we're seeing the largest declines, but that means if you're a buyer... Maybe you should be looking here, right? Right. right. So think Fuck about that it. Trend. Yeah, think about it in these ways where this may be the best place you can get a deal. Yeah. Now I don't know why specifically in cottage country it's Bancroft, but, but I it don't is. know the lot. But it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. But Bancroft, Bancroft hit the uh, real estate news a lot during COVID. So maybe I can't remember. Do you? If its um, price increases were more than maybe other parts. 
I know a lot I, of people who cottage in Bancroft. Don't you cottage in Bancroft? Me? Or I don't cottage at all. Someone you know? No. Oh, okay. No. I have uh, I have family who bought a, a COVID cottage. A COVID cottage, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really a cottager, so I'm not really sure. I don't know these areas per se so much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it would have been... It would have been one of the more economical areas to buy a cottage pre-COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's deep in the heart of nowhere, in my opinion. Oh, is that right? And I'm saying someone from, that from as someone with a cottage and deep in the heart of nowhere. Right. Okay. It's even more deep in the heart of nowhere right. than mine. <laughs> like Algonquin? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Bancroft was number one. The next two are kind so of... So if you're looking for a cottage, look, look at yeah. Bancroft. The next two kind of similar, um, Chatham Kent, yeah, and then Windsor. And this breaks my heart having two properties in Windsor. And what do you think would explain that? I mean, I have no idea, but it saddens me greatly. <laughs> I don't know, but um, however, having said that, maybe because prices went up like crazy in Windsor. So it's also uh, just a. A kind of a reflex, mm-hmm. I reflex, guess, but right. uh, but maybe like if you're especially for those of you that might be considering buying an investment property, you know that Windsor was so affordable back when I got my first place. Um, I don't know, was that five years ago or something like that? And then it became like not that affordable. Yeah, it's still way cheaper than everywhere else. But yeah. and um, really, like for people like you who own there, like. It's all, am I naive in saying it's almost irrelevant? If you're it's not, irrelevant. If you're not planning me. on selling, yeah. who, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything it's to a, me. Yeah. It's, it's paper. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's fictitious money. Yeah. I don't understand the attitude of, well, I was saying my one, my one place in Windsor, which I think I paid $190,000 for five years ago or whatever it was, I asked my agent, I have an agent in Windsor. I asked her what she thought it was worth today. She said in February she thought it would have been worth about five hundred, but now you know it's down to about four forty and dropping. Yes. And she said dropping fast. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's sad. But I wasn't selling it in February anyway. Right. <laughs> so yes. I what's think, the difference? I think I've told you I had a couple of people who bought in the height of things in January, and one of them recently called me, and I said. Like, oh, I didn't know. Are you thinking of selling? Yeah. (laughs) Right. No. Well, then who cares? Then who cares? Why are we having this conversation? Yeah. Ignore it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, I didn't know you were thinking of selling. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's only been three months. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? Ignore it. Yeah. It's um, mud. It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything. Mm So, yeah, so then we had beyond that Tilsonburg. I don't, I don't even know who lives there. I don't know where even where that is. Is that um, it's far away? That's farm country? No, that, I think it's like cottages. Is that, that ketchup country? Tilsonburg? I don't know. We'll, to, we'll look it up. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, and then we had Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. Yeah. So those were the top five, but also in and amongst, like the top, in the top ten are places like Quinty. Um, places like uh, South Georgian Bay, Northumberland, Kawartha, Perry Sound, all cottagey, all cottage country there. Yeah, I'm surprised there isn't more, because the other area we saw a lot of, like a huge bump up in um, prices was uh, the Durham region. Yeah, and it's, it's fair down. It's, yeah. uh, that is on the other end. So we had, those were the biggest declines, and then as we moved down the list... You know, Durham was sat somewhere in the middle. Yeah. 
places like yeah. uh, Durham and uh, Barrie and Guelph, you know, were again there were some pretty significant. In my opinion, there. those might experience some larger decreases coming up. Yeah, I only mean, because their increases were so right. insane. Yeah. Um, so they'll. It's all I believe, kind of returning to some semblance of normalcy. So even if they have sig- more significant corrections, it's corrections from insanity. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, and this is this is the other side of things. Where do we anticipate there being the smallest declines? So the number one place where we anticipate there being the smallest decline is Thunder Bay. And I'm right now kicking myself that I didn't. Remember I talked about buying something at Thunder Bay? That was a long time ago. It was yeah, like a year yeah. ago. Why didn't I do that? I should have done that. See, that would have been real money because I, then I would have actually owned something. Mm-hmm. Now I do not. And so Thunder Bay, way to go. If you own a place in Thunder Bay, and if you're thinking of buying an investment property, would I now choose Thunder Bay? I don't know. It's probably more expensive now, and people are anticipating those prices mm-hmm. to keep going up. Mm-hmm. Then we had Timmins, mm-hmm. which I'm, I mean, they probably don't have a ton of sales there anyway. Mm-hmm. Then we had the most shocking on the list, as far as I'm concerned, was York Region, mm-hmm. which I can't. York Region is always so stagnant, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so the fact that it is the third. Estimated to be the third yeah, smallest decline. That? Yeah. Well, that's probably because it had one of the lowest inclines. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because I think it's so stagnant. Maybe. I think its number it didn't attract the business and the flurry that yep. Durham did and Cottage Country. Did. That's right. Yeah. It was always. Right. It always kind of legs a little bit behind every trend. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is. No. But, I don't know. But it definitely is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a hard one to figure out. I find. Uh, York Region. I never really can figure out York Region. Yeah, it's I haven't done a region. lot. I've done, you know, some in R- Richmond Hill, but yeah, that, York Region's my least, yeah, my least popular mm-hmm. region, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my least busy region. Yeah. Then we had Toronto. Yeah, so that's good news. That's good news. Now, and let me just say, these smallest decline areas, we are actually anticipating increases. Yeah. Not decreases at all. Right. So um, Toronto, I think, will not see any any decline overall uh maybe we'll be flat but i'm not anticipating you know much of a decline if any at all over the next year so that's good and again not not really surprised because it's pretty much chugs along as normal yeah i think toronto is immune to some of these fluctuations that's right because of size and immigration all kinds of factors yeah factors yeah now the next one boggles my mind because this was oakville slash milton and oakville so far from february to the last stats that came out which was for may yeah oakville had the largest single largest decline of the gta of 46 percent yeah so how could that that. be now rated as one of the areas to have the least decline I don't know, mm-hmm. the smallest decline. It d- that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Again, this is speculation kind of based on the trends we're seeing. Right, and, and the uh, the numbers we're looking today are not on a month-by-month basis. That's right. So they're looking at the bigger picture maybe bigger than picture. that one-month huge decline. Yes. Overall. Three-month, I guess, because it yeah. went from March to, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think, for, by and large, you know, Oakville is sort of like... It just has a nice, steady. Yeah, it holds its holds its value. Doesn't go crazy. It's never it's never a fifty percenter, but it's yeah, you know. Um, and then we had Mississauga. So 
again, the GTA. Yeah. Right? Um, people will probably know about places like uh, Durham, which we said was in the middle. Uh, Barrie, which was in the middle. Um, I'm looking for Hamilton on this list. Where is Hamilton? Um, I don't think it's there. I don't think Hamilton is there. So What does that mean? I don't know. Poor Hamilton. You got missed. <laughs> so, yeah, those are p- things, uh, usually areas people want to know about. So what does this mean? So it's just food for thought. I think I'm, I'm, I think what we said before, if you are not planning to sell, who cares? Right. But if you're planning to buy something, right. this might be important for you to look at it. You can kind of go two ways. Do you want to buy in an area that you're anticipating seeing a really large decline and getting a good deal in the hopes that that picks back up? Or do you want to choose an area perhaps that is... You know, has a anticipated smaller decline because it's more steady. Mm-hmm. What do you want? You know, mm-hmm. where, where mm-hmm. do you go with it? You could kind of go both ways, I think. And this conversation, I guess, is primarily for people considering a recreational or an investment property. I guess because so. To, to a large extent, for your primary residence, it's based on factors unrelated to these. True enough. You have to yeah. Live. So these, I yeah. think this is a conversation for those in the enviable position of either having flexibility with their work right. so they can move right. um, or looking to uh, make an investment purchase. And I do think these days there are a lot of people going back to the office. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people who are still working from home and, and I do talk to people on the regular who want to buy something. And they'll move anywhere because they're yeah. just desperate to buy. Yeah, there are those people. And there are the type of, you know, they have the type of job where you can kind of go anywhere. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I have a couple of friends whose workplace, they're never going back. Is that right? So, why live at Young and Lawrence? Why live at Young and Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Grimsby is of interest. Right. And why isn't it on this list? Right. <laughs> right. Grimsby. Yeah. Or like, Dundas. The all goes with the Hamilton. Yeah. They've missed right. Hamilton altogether. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah, interesting. I think uh, lots of food for thought. Keep in mind, right, this is all speculation. When we are forecasting, when we're running numbers of, of the actual stats that we're seeing, they don't necessarily match up, although we're reporting stats to you that are largely GTA-based. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we're not looking at uh, Bancroft or mm-hmm. Windsor per se. Uh, we're looking at more of the GTA as we report in on those. And those stats will be out any day. Yeah. And so we'll be... Probably for a conversation next week. I think, yeah, for next week. And I'm dying to see if things are way worse or if they've stabilized or what's going on. Um, But, yeah, I think think I'm seeing maybe a little more... I think we'll see a little more balance and stability over the next two months because I don't think there'll be a lot of movement anyway. I think when there's any change of any kind people people's natural inclination is to like throw up their arms and take a what was like oh and just yeah kind of stop yeah and then like that happened when we first heard about covid yeah there was a little blip yeah where everybody went oh my god what the hell right but then then you start to adjust to the change and things go back in ontario to normal and i think that's where we've been we've been in the oh my gosh yeah. Phase. Yeah. And so I do think, you know, may, it's been a couple of months now. Maybe we are going to be coming out of it. In, I would say in the early fall. 
I would think so. Yeah, people aren't going to be so nervous. Yeah, I mean, mm. you just have to get used to it. And if, if the fear is interest rates rising, then, again, wouldn't it make sense <laughs> yeah. for you to jump in now? I've had that conversation so many I times. Get that. So, I, so let's wait until it's more expensive. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's wait and see how high they go next year, and then mm -hmm. I'll buy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. It's confusing. It's confusing for everyone. We're aware of that. We, we poke fun, but... Yeah, it's, we don't know what we're doing either. Sometimes you look <laughs> at the numbers and they're confusing to me. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean we go by feel a lot of it for us, right? We we don't we do and we don't, right? So if, when we're giving you information, we're always talking about literally statistically what we see. We we don't just sort of make things up. But I, I feel, and I'm sure you do too. We've done this long enough that you feel the buzz in the air, whether it be good or bad. It's it's a sense that you get. Yeah. You don't need to see the stats to know what's happening. At least I don't. Yeah, I mean, you can almost, you can pinpoint the day that the phone stopped ringing. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Both in 2008, I remember that feeling. Me too. Like, where did everybody go over exactly. the weekend? That's right. <laughs> it was literally like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the same mm -hmm. thing here. And yeah. I, I and this time it was specifically the day of, of March break. The day March yeah. break started, everything stopped. Right. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. So if you've sold after that time, congratulations. Right. All right, guys. Uh, that's basically all we have for today. So feel free to reach out with any questions. Of course, we are happy to discuss any of your specific real estate needs anytime. And uh, hey, make sure you're following us on all of our socials, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And um, I guess that's basically it. We'll uh, talk to you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.